Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. It's easy for us as believers in this world to focus our attention and energy on the things of the flesh. But we are no longer of this world, and that's a critical point. Today on Drawing Near, we hear of the return of Christ in power and of our transformation that will occur when he comes. So open your Bible and turn to Philippians chapter 3 and follow along as we study the Savior's power. As we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Father in heaven, we thank you for today. We thank you for the blessings and the mercies that are new every morning. And Father, we ask that you would strengthen us and enable us to do those things that you call us to today. Help us to be reminded that we serve you, not ourselves, and that we are citizens of another kingdom, a kingdom that has already come in our hearts, but is coming one day with the return of Jesus Christ. Guide us in our study. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. As we turn to Philippians chapter 3, we begin today in verse 20. So in verse 20, Paul writes, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. So in this passage, chapter 3, as Paul encourages the Philippian Christians to follow his example and the example of those who live like him, he also has warned them not to follow the example of those whose minds and hearts are on earthly things. And in doing so, he says, for our citizenship is in heaven. We need to understand and remember, we are not citizens of this world any longer. When we were born again, when we put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we began a new citizenship. The Bible tells us that we are strangers and aliens on this earth, that we are missionaries, ministers of reconciliation, ambassadors. We are citizens of a foreign land, heaven, and we are here ministering as servants of the Lord God the king of that land. And our ministry here is to serve the Lord by sharing the gospel and shining the light of Christ in this lost and dark world. Our citizenship is in heaven. And then he tells us on in verse 20, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. As we work in this world serving the Lord God, as ministers and ambassadors, we wait for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Since this is not our home, we are not vested here. We are invested in heaven, and we wait for Jesus to return so that we may lay our hands and our hearts on all those things that we hope for in Jesus Christ. And so we eagerly wait for the Savior. I often see believers not that eager for the Savior's return. Their hearts and minds are on earthly things. 
Their lives are wrapped up in their relationships, in their work, in the pleasures of this world, and not sinful pleasures necessarily, but just the everyday pleasures and entertainments of life, which can be sinful, but not necessarily so. We are to eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our Lord, but he is also the Lord of all things. We're told in verse 21 that when Jesus returns, he will transform our lowly body, this humble body, this body tainted with sin and tempted by sin and longing to be a part of this world. He will transform this lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body. We will be like Jesus is when he returns. One of the things he will do is change our body. Now that's critical because with the changing of our body, we become completely saved. We become completely citizens of heaven. Right now, our body is tainted with the desires and the longings of the flesh. We crave and have to deal with a struggle against sin because although our spirits have been born anew, our body is still tainted with sin. And so when we are transformed, when we are made new and conformed to his glorious body, we will no longer be tempted with sin. We will be complete. We will be clothed, as Paul says, with our heavenly body. And that heavenly body will shed no more tears. It will die no more. It will feel no more pain. It will die no more. It will be a body completely prepared for eternal life. So when Jesus comes back, he transforms us. And we are conformed to his glorious body. And he does all of this according to the last part of chapter 3, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. In the original language, this literally says, according to the energy or the work of his power. The New King James doesn't emphasize strong enough the power by which Jesus works. Jesus has the power to subdue all things to himself. And one day, when he returns to this earth, he is going to do all that. He is going to defeat the Antichrist. He is going to defeat the nations and subdue the nations. He is going to subdue all things in earth. He's even going to subdue the demonic powers. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ died humbly on the cross. He had a lowly body like us that was tempted with sin, although he never sinned. He hungered, he thirsted, he got tired, he wept, he bled, he died. But after he resurrected and ascended into heaven, he receives his glorious body. And in doing so, the Father has transferred all things into his hand, and he is able to subdue all things. But notice, he is able to subdue all things to himself. God has exalted him, given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow, of things in heaven, of things in earth, of things under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And so with this power, Jesus is going to do his work that will not only subdue all things to himself, but that power is able to change our lowly body, transform our lowly body 
that it may be conformed to his glorious body. That is something to look forward to. It is why we are not citizens of this world. We are somewhere between this world and heaven. Our spirit has already been saved, already been transferred to citizenship in heaven, but our bodies still long for this earth. So we must not put our minds on earthly things. We must not follow the example of worldly carnal individuals. Now, last of all, as we move into chapter 4, verse 1, which actually is a part of chapter 3, notice what it says. Therefore, my beloved and long-for brethren. Paul says, therefore, you people who I love and who I long for. Remember, Paul's in prison, and he longs to be with the Philippian people, and he loves them. He calls them in verse 1 of chapter 4, my joy and my crown. The Philippian people were such a source of joy to Paul that he loves them and he's pleased with them. And their living for Christ was such that he calls them his crown. All that Paul had invested in Philippi had come to bear fruit and they were godly people, generous people, loving people, humble people, suffering people. And he says, you are my joy and my crown. He is pleased with them. So therefore, my beloved and long for brethren, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, beloved. Based on all of this, follow my example. Be warned of those who do not live godly lives. Your citizenship is in heaven. Jesus Christ is coming back. He will transform our lowly body to be conformed to his glorious body. He will subdue all things to himself. Therefore, so stand fast in the Lord, beloved. We are told over and over again in the New Testament, by Paul in particular, to stand fast, to stand firm, to be immovable. And Paul urges the Philippian saints and us to do exactly that. And we need to remember, we are the beloved of God. We are longed for brethren by Jesus Christ, not just Paul, but by Jesus Christ. He desires us to be with him where he is. And we are to be the Lord and Savior's joy and crown. And that should cause us to stand fast in the Lord as well. Father in heaven, we thank you for this passage. We thank you for these reminders, these truths, this encouragement. And Father, I pray that each one of us would more fully commit ourselves to living day by day with the knowledge and the emphasis of being citizens of heaven of being your ambassadors on this earth, your ministers of reconciliation. Father, we do wait for the Savior. Help us to do so eagerly. And Father, I look forward to the glorious change that will take place in our body when once again I and all believers will be made completely whole. Help us to stand fast. Thank you so much for your love and for the longing of the Savior. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.